Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam. Third Canto, Chapter 25, Text 37. Lord Kapiladev continued. Thus, because he is completely absorbed in thought of me, the devotee does not desire even the highest benediction obtainable in the upper planetary systems, including Satyaloka. He does not desire the eight material perfections obtained from mystic yoga, nor does he desire to be elevated to the kingdom of God. Yet, even without desiring them, the devotee enjoys, even in this life, all the offered benedictions. Report by Srila Prabhupada The vibhuti, or opulences, offered by maya are of many varieties. We have experience of different varieties of material enjoyment even on this planet. But if one is able to promote himself to the higher planets, like Chandraloka, the sun, or still higher, Maharloka, Janaloka, and Tapaloka, or even ultimately to the highest planet, which is inhabited by Brahma and is called Satyaloka, there are immense possibilities for material enjoyment. For example, the duration of life on higher planets is far, far greater than on this planet. It is said that on the moon, the duration of life is such that our six months are equal to one day. We cannot even imagine the duration of life on the highest planet. It is stated in Bhagavad Gita that Brahma's 12 hours are inconceivable even to our mathematicians. These are all the descriptions of the external energy of the Lord, or Maya. Besides these, there are other opulences, which the yogis can achieve by their mystic power. They are also material. A devotee does not aspire for all these material pleasures, although they are available to him simply by wishing. By the grace of the Lord, a devotee can achieve wonderful success, simply by willing, but a real devotee does not like that. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taught that one should not desire material opulence or a material reputation, nor should one try to enjoy material beauty. One should simply aspire to be absorbed in the devotional service of the Lord, even if one does not get liberation but has to continue the process of birth and death unlimitedly. Actually, however, to one who engages in Krishna consciousness, liberation is already guaranteed. Devotees enjoy all the benefits of the higher planets and the Vaikuntha planets also. It is especially mentioned here, Bhagavatim Badram. In the Vaikuntha planets, everything is eternally peaceful. Yet a pure devotee does not even aspire to be promoted there. But still, he gets that advantage. He enjoys all the facilities of the material and spiritual worlds, even during the present lifespan.
Thus, because he is completely absorbed in thought of me, the devotee does not desire even the highest benediction attainable in the upper planetary systems, including Satyaloka. He does not desire the eight material perfections obtained from mystic yoga, nor does he desire to be elevated to the kingdom of God. Yet even without desiring them, the devotee enjoys, even in this life, all the offered benedictions. A pure devotee, as it is instructed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, how to uh, keep the position of pure devotee. There are many explanations. Uh, Rupa Goswami has also given the same idea in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. And Narad Muni, he has given the same idea uh, in the Narad Pancharatra. And Bhagavan Sri Krishna has also given the same idea in the Bhagavad Gita. From all Vedic scripture, it is understood that a pure devotee, he does not want anything from the Lord. He does not want. Even he does not want liberation. What to speak of the material things? Dharma, artha, kam, mokha, the material position is one wants to become religious, dharma. Why? Now he can get material opulence. Now why material opulences? Now because he can gratify his senses, karma. And when he is frustrated, then he wants moksha. Dharma kam moksha. Generally, people are very much attached to those who are human beings. Not the cats and dogs. They do not know anything. But those who are elevated in the living condition, they want to become religious or economically very prosperous, dharma artha, and good facilities for sense enjoyment. And then, after enjoying all this thing, either by frustration or by further development, they want mukti. But a devotee does not want any of these things. Any of these things. He is not at all interested. Just like Bilamangal Thakur the other day, I told you this story. He says, then mukti mukalintanjali sevati asman. My Lord, if I am fixed up in devotional service, then what to speak of mukti? Mukti is just like my maidservant. She is standing on door. What can I do for you? Mukti mukulitanjali. Anjali, just like folded hands. Sir, what can I do for you? That is the position. This is why a devotee shall want mukti. No. He doesn't want anything. 
Simply he wants to serve Krishna. That's all. He wants this facility. No other thing. Chaitanya Mahapurusha, that is Chaitanya Mahapurusha. Na dhananga jananga sundarin kavitang bhajagadisa kama. Mamo janmani janmani sare bhavatad bhakti rahuituki toi. Toi unto you. Let there be my devotion. Ahuituki. Without any motive. Everyone has got some motive. People become dharmic, go to the temples. That's very good. They are pious to ask something. Oh God, give us our daily bread. A bhakta, pure bhakta, he does not ask anything. Why he should ask? A pure devotee is kept in the hand of Krishna. Just like if you keep something very carefully, jewels in your hand, you are very careful. Similarly, when Krishna takes care of you, as He says, ahaṁtvā sarvapāpi bhaṁ then you are just in the, at the care of, just like a big man, a very rich man, if he assures you, yeah, don't bother, I'll take care of you for everything. Just imagine what is your position. If a big man gives you assurance that I take care of you, don't bother. You haven't got to do anything. I shall take you. So when Krishna says the Supreme Lord, who is the proprietor of all opulences, Oishajasa, Samakrasa, Bijasa, Jasasa, Sarishudya Purna. Aishadya. Six kind of opulence. Krishna has got full control over six kind of opulence. All riches. We can say, I am millionaires. I am proprietor of crows. But I cannot say that I am the owner of all the banks of the world. That is not possible. But Krishna can say, Bhoktaram Jagatavasam, Sarva Loka Mahasar. Not only the banks, but everything which contains the banks, all the planets. Sarva Loka Mahasar. So who can be richer than Krishna? So if Krishna says, I take care of you, then where is the question of poverty? That is, people do not know. They want some opulence, material opulence. But he doesn't want Krishna, the proprietor of all opulence. That is our misfortune. The proprietor of all opulence, as he says, just surrender to me, I take care of you. No, no. It is not possible. I shall have to take care of my business. That will maintain me. I will have to take care of my this and that, my country and so my family and friends. And Krishna says, no, no, it's simply surrender. I will do everything for you. And he assures her, John, in the sixth, Janglabdha ca paramalabhaga mannati nadhikam tatha. 
is just to try to achieve that thing which achieving you will be no more aspiring for achieving anything more. Uh, that is Krishna. Uh, that is Krishna. Just like Arjuna, he did it very conscientiously. Krishna said that uh, the, this war, your fight is family. I am connected with both the families. So I cannot take part in this war. But they insisted that at least you take some part as you like. Then he said that I divide myself into two. So one side all my soldiers, eighteen of Khoinisanja soldiers, and one side I am alone. Now you select which one you want. The Durjadans thought that what shall I do with Krishna? He's one man. Let me take his soldiers. So he took all the soldiers. And Arjuna said, No, Krishna, I want you. The Krishna said, No, I will not fight. No, you simply remain in my side. All right, I shall become your chariot driver. That's all. So this is intelligence. You just capture Krishna. And Krishna, how he can be captured? Krishna can be captured by your bhakti. Otherwise, he is very, very fat. He cannot capture. Uh, it is not possible. Ajita. If anyone wants to conquer over Krishna, that is not possible. That is, therefore, Krishna's name is Ajita. Nobody can conquer. You find from the history Mahabharata. Mahabharata means the greater history of India. Maha, Maha means greater, as if like greater Bombay. Similarly, Mahabharata means greater Bharat. Don't think of this Bharat, uh, three-bit Bharat. No. The whole planet was Bharat Varsha. That is called Mahabharata. Greater Bharat. Everyone was being controlled by the emperor in Hastinapur, the Pandavas. So in that history, you find Krishna uh, has so many dealings in Mahabharata, but he was never conquered by anyone. Therefore, his name is Ajita. But you can conquer over this Ajita, Ajitopi Jitopasi, Tajstilakyam, by whom? Sthanesthita Sutigatam Tanuang Manovi Namrata Namantaiva. This is the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that don't try foolishly to speculate about God. Stop this foolishness. Uh, the same example, the frog in the well is thinking of the Atlantic Ocean. He has never seen Atlantic Ocean. He's speculating. Uh, some friend told him, my dear friend, frog in the well, I have seen a vast mass of water. What is that? The Atlantic Ocean. What is that Atlantic Ocean? Very great mass of water. Oh, bigger than this well? Maybe four feet or ten feet. In this way, if you speculate, you will never understand what is God. 
If you want to understand God, then try to understand from God Himself. He knows. If you speculate of a big man, a neighbor, a friend, what is his wealth? He appears to be a very rich man and very strong man, very influential man. And these are the opulences. Very beautiful, very wise. So you can calculate. But if you make friendship with that gentleman and if he speaks about himself, then you can understand what he is. Then how you can understand God, Krishna, by speculation? This is foolishness. Therefore, Shastra advises you that jñāṇaṁ prayā, jñāne prayāsaṁ mudhapāsa. If you think that you are a very learned scholar, you are very advanced in knowledge, and you can manufacture what is God, give up this foolishness, first of all. Don't make this foolishness. Gane prayāsaṁ. Oh, what is your knowledge? Nimite, kupamandu, the frog in the well. How you can imagine? Simply by imagination. Is imagination God? Can you create? The Mahavadi says that we can imagine God. God it is so great that it is not possible to understand the Brahma, but we can imagine some form. This is Mahavadi philosophy. This imagination is not. You cannot imagine God. God is fact. God is not subjected to your imagination. And your senses are imperfect. How long you will simply speculate? Give up this practice foolishly. Don't jnana prayasam mudapasam just become submissive. Jnana prayasam mudapasam namantaiva. Be submissive. That is bhakti mārga. Bhakti mārga is submissive. Therefore Krishna says, sarva-dhanmān-paritajya māmekaṁ saranaṁ braja, saranaṁ braja. Be submissive, the scale you are manufacturing so much, so many things. Give out this practice. Just submit, surrender unto This is want. If you do that, Chaitanya Mahāprabhu advises, this is spoken by Bhakti. Then sthāne-sthitā-śrutikatāṁ, if you become very, very humble and submissive and pray to Krishna sincerely, Krishna, it is not possible for me to know you. If you kindly, please explain how can I know you, then it is possible. If you please, if you become if you think I shall be able to understand you. Just as Arjun said that Krishna, it is not possible to understand, but if you kindly think that I am fit to understand of your vibhuti, please tell me. This is submission. And Krishna explained about this vibhuti. Then he concluded, atava-bahu-naitena kingyatena atava-arjuna Vishtabha idam yaham krishnam, idam krishnam ekāṁ sinasthitūjava. 
how long I shall go on speaking about myself. Simply summarize. What is that? No, simply by one part of my opulence is maintaining the whole cosmic manifestation. Only one little portion of my opulence. You just understand. Uh, otherwise, how much? So little of there are innumerable uh, universes. Jagat. Jagat means this universe. There is not one universe. We are only seeing one universe. Uh, there are millions of universes. All together. That is called Jagat. Gachati iti Jagat. This is also confirmed in many other uh, Vedic literature. Jasaika nishyasita kālama thāvalamba jīvanti lōma vilajā jagadanna nāpha viṣṇu mahāna sahīya jasya kalāviṣeṣu govindamādi purisaṁ tamāṁ Brahma-saṅgita means the prayers offered by Lord Brahma. This is accepted by Sri Chaitanya Mahāprabhu. Brahma-saṅgita was not available but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he was touring in South India, so he collected one Brahma Sangita uh, handwritten in the uh, palm leaves and he copied it. Formerly there was no press. Uh, these important shastras, basic literature, were kept in handwritten. I copy from your book. Uh, my other friend copies from my book in this way. Those were interested. The literatures were not so cheap. Only highly qualified Brahmins, they used to keep handwritten, and it was worshipped in the temple as deity, Shastra. Uh, not that uh, it is available level it has become. Now press has made it very cheaper. But we should always understand that granthas or the scriptures should be worshipped as God. That is sound uh, incarnation of God. It should not be neglected. Don't neglect Bhagavad-gītā, Bhagavata as ordinary books. You must be very careful. So as, as you take care of the deities, you should take care of the books also. So this Brahma-saṅgitā, was uh, copied by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu from one Kesam Mandir in South India, and he gave it to his disciple that here is the summary of Vedanta and Bhagavatam. Therefore we quote from Brahmasamhita. It is authorized. Uh, it is authorized by the Supreme Person, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So in that Brahma-saṅgita it is said about Krishna in so many ways that, that here as Krishna says in the Bhagavad-gītā, ekāṁśīna-sthitu-yagat, only by one of my portion the whole material creation is resting. So in the Brahma-saṅgita it is explained in many places. One of the places that jasaika nishyasita kālamathāvalamba 
Jeevanti loma vilaja jagadannanatha. Loma vilaja. The pores on your body. From that pores and from the breathing process, the universes are coming out. Universes are coming out. Jasyaika nishyasita kālamathāvalamba jīvanti loma vilaja jagadanda nātha. Jagadanda nātha means, jagadanda means universe. In each universe there is a nātha or the supervisor or the manager or the supreme person, just like for management. Similarly, in each universe there is Lord Brahma. He is the supreme creature, manager. So these managers leave only to that period when Mahavishnu excels, when the nishasita kālam, just like we excel and inhale. So when excelling, all these universes are created. And when it is inhale, they go into the Mahavishnu, coming and going. So many universes and the Brahma, whose duration of life is also described in the Bhagavad Gita, sahasra-yuga-parjantam arahajyat brahmano vidu. Brahma's duration of life is explained in the Bhagavad Gita. Sahasra-yuga. We know yugas, the the yuga, the four yugas make one dibba yuga. That uh, satta treta dapar koli. Uh, satta yuga, eighteen lakhs of years duration. And dapar yuga, twelve lakhs of years. And uh, treta yuga, eight lakhs of years. And koli yuga, four lakhs of years. So altogether it comes to forty-three lakhs of years. This is yuga. And multiply it by one thousand. Uh, that means forty-three lakhs plus three zero. How much it comes to? Uh, some crores of years. That is Brahma's twelve hours. Sahasra. If you take Bhagavad Gita, if you believe, if you read Bhagavad Gita as it is, then you can understand. And if you say it is fictitious, something imaginary, that is another. But unless you believe it. You have no authority to touch Bhagavad Gita. That is nonsense. We are creating so many nonsense who do not believe in the Bhagavad Gita and they become commentator, a scholar, and so many things. Mura. We are not in favor of this business. We are preaching all over the world that if you read Bhagavad Gita, you read it as it is and accept it as it is. Otherwise, don't create foolish anymore. We have produced many foolish persons by misguiding them, by misinterpreting this Bhagavad Gita. Stop this business. If you believe, you have to believe like this. You cannot interpret. That is not possible. Why you should interpret? It is a fact that Brahma's ayus, duration of life, is very, very big. Not only Brahma's eye. Even if you go higher planetary system, you are going to the uh, moon planet. Uh, 
There are living entities. I do not know why they say there is no living being, where they are going. But if we believe our śāstra, the moon planet is one of the heavenly planets, and the duration of life in the moon planet is ten thousands of years. And their year means our six months equal to their one day. That is called Dibba. In this way there is high, not only as you go more and more to the higher planetary system, you become more and more opulent. Just like here in this material world also, in, if you go Europe, America, you become more opulent automatically. Automatically. I am giving some examples. Similarly, if you can go to the heavenly planet, you become more opulent. Therefore they are aspiring after going to the higher planetary system, karma-kāndya. They perform yagyas and pious activities to go to the heavenly planet. What is the idea? The idea is that we shall be able to enjoy more, more, more duration of life, more opulence, more money, more beautiful women, more nice gardens. Actually that is a fact. That is a fact. But a devotee is not interested in all these things. A devotee is not interested because he accepts Krishna. Therefore he is not interested. But Krishna says, abrahma bhavana lokaan punaravartinarjuna. My dear Rajan, even if we are promoted to the Brahma-loka or the planet where Brahma lives, where the duration of life already explained and opulence, very, very great power. But still you have to fall down from there. So why a devotee should be interested in such thing? No. Devotee wants Krishna, the Supreme Eternal, Nitya Nityanam Chetana Chetanana. That is the Vedic version. The Supreme Lord is the Supreme Leader of the Nittas. We are all Nittas, eternal. He guides. Therefore Krishna plays with the living entities, Narayan, Krishna, in the spiritual world. Krishna and the devotees become his friend, covered for. They play with Krishna. They want that thing. They do not want to go to the Brahma-loka or the Chandra-loka or this loka or that loka. That will be finished. That will be finished because that is māyā-vinastāṁ. Māyā will finish. It may be. Just like here we see a germ leaves for a few seconds or warm at night. There is clogging together so many millions and millions, and by the morning they are all dead. So their duration of life comparative. Similarly, Brahma also, it may be millions of years, but he'll die. Krishna has said in the Bhagavad-gītā that ābrahma-bhupanālūkāṁ puna-rāvartinājuna. The birth and death, old age and disease there, everywhere. Either you go to the Brahma-planet, or uh, this lower planet 
or this Brahma life, or human life, or cat's life, dog's life, tree's life, everything is finishable. Mṛttu sarva harascha ham. Krishna is ultimately presents himself to the atheist as mṛttu, as he appeared before Hiranyakasipu. Hiranyakasipu was declining. His son was asking his father, my dear father, why you are disbelieving God? Uh, and he was become angry. Uh, I am God. Well, who is else God? I am God. You see, all the demigods, they are afraid of me and so powerful. Uh, but Prahlad will not agree. Uh, he will say, no, no, you are not God. God is Narayan. This was the father and son. So he did not believe in God. Uh, he was thinking, I am God. Therefore, as Krishna says in the Bhagavad-gītā, mṛtyu sarva harascaham, those who are atheists do not believe in God. The God comes before them as death and takes away everything. All his power, all his opulence, all his money, all his uh, everything taken mṛtyu sarva. So they, they, that is the atheist class realization of God. And theist class, they believe in God, they worship in God uh, while living, and their business is in this life, they are serving God, Krishna, and even after death they will do the same business. Nitta yukta upasati. So there is no difference between going to Vaikuntha and in this temple for a devotee. Because the business is the same. So why they should aspire even going to Vaikuntha? Why they aspire? Therefore it is said, what is said? Sriyaṁ bhagavati vās nās priyayanti. Because Vaikuntha, if you go to the spiritual world, Vaikuntha, you get equal opulence like Krishna. Or Narayan, Sadhuja, Sarupa, Shasti. There are five kinds of mukti. So one of the mukti is Shasti. Shasti means equally opulent with the Supreme Lord. Equal. In the Vaikuntha, the devotees or the inhabitants, they are equally opulent. Everyone is like Narayan, forehand. Equally opulent, just like in Vrindavan also, Goloka Vrindavan. Krishna and the coward's boy, they are equally opulent. The coward's boys in Vrindavan, they do not know that Krishna is God, Krishna is greater than him. No. They think as Krishna is I am. They are so opulent. So that is the devotional position. Therefore it is said, mama māyā-vinastāṁ ahiśadyam aṣṭāṅga anupravittam śriyaṁ bhāgavati vāspriyanti vadrā. The devotees do not aspire for all these opulences. Their only aspiration is, ambition is, how to be engaged in the service of the Lord. How to be engaged. That is their And in that way they get everything. There is no difference. When you worship Krishna, manmanā bhava madhbhakta madhyāji māṅgamasura. 
So he has already gone. There is no difference uh, the worshipping of the Lord here and there. Just like in politics, uh, sometimes uh, these are some of the examples that in a foreign country, when you are staying in your seat, then you are not subjected to the rules of that country. You are subjected to the rules of your own country. Similarly, so long you are in devotional service, you are not subjected to the rules and regulation of this māyā. Māyāmi tāṁ tarantite. Māyāmi tāṁ. Māmi mujha prapaddhante. Māyāmi tāṁ tarantite. Anyone who is not devoted, who is not engaged in the service of the Lord, he is under the control of māyā. And anyone who has surrendered to Krishna and is simply twenty-four hours engaged in the service of Krishna, he is not under the control of Maya. Maya means Tarantit, Krishna says. So therefore, a devotee is not aspiring of any so-called material opulence. Even Astanga, Siddhi, yet he said, Ashtanga Siddhi, the yogis, those who are actually yogi, they get Ashtanga Siddhi, not these cheap yogis, gymnastics. No. The asana, gymnastic, that is all right. This is the process only to go to the yogic platform. But when one actually on the yogic platform, he gets siddhis. Siddhis means perfection. Anima, loghima, anima, loghima, mahima, prapti, oshita, mushita, like that. He can become smaller than the smallest. That is anima siddhi. Some of the yogis, they can, you keep him within, within the room, locked up. And he'll come out. Because as soon as there is little let, let out, he'll come out. That is called anima siddhi. Logima siddhi. You can walk by achieving this. You can walk on the water. You become. You can fly in the air. You can go from one planet to another by flying. You can go to the moon planet or sun planet by capturing the beams. That is called mahima uh, siddhi. There are so many siddhi. You can create even one universe, uh, not this magic little goal, but you can create not universe, one planet. These are such. But a devotee is not anxious to do these things, this jugglery and magic. Uh, he wants the one juggler, Krishna. That's all. Because he knows. That if I gain Krishna, he can achieve the favor of Krishna, then all jugglers and magic are in my control. He'll do that. Just like a rich man's son. He does not endeavor to get money. He knows my father is so rich, I can spend it as I like. If I am good son, father will give me money. This is the position of devotee. Therefore, he is not. After any vibhuti, nor even is aspiring, going back to home, back to God. 
That is also aspiration. A devotee does not, because his home is, he can create vaikuntha here. There is therefore temple is called nirgun. Temple is called nirgun. In the śāstra, the forest is satagun, and city is rajagun, and the places like these four sinful activities are going, going on, illicit sex, intoxication, gambling. There are places uh, every one of us aware of it. So they are called tamogu. So to live in such places where illicit sex or prostitution is going on, the place where drinking is going on, the place where meat-eating hotels, the student, is going on, and gambling going on, these places are tamogu. And uh, ordinary cities and towns, they are called rajagun. And forest, therefore formally those who are aspiring after spiritual environment, they left either city or these things, everything, they went to the forest. That is called vāna-prastha, vāna-prastha. Vāna means forest. Before taking sannyasi, one leaves his family connection and goes to the forest. Banangato ja harimasraita. Banangato harimasraita. Why they used to go to the forest? To take shelter of hari. Banangato ja harimasraita. So that is sati. And above all these things, to live in the temple. That is nirguna, above satagona, rajagona, tamagona. Uh, those who are inhabitants of the temple, they are in vaikuntha. Uh, but unfortunately, it is Kaliju, you are trying to create such vaikuntha in this Hare Krishna land, and the police commissioner says it is nuisance. This is our God. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord.